What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 160. If you're wondering why I did not upload yesterday the reason is because I wanted to wait a bit to just see how the global markets are placed and what all happens uh you know during the course of 2nd April uh because of course you know if I if I recorded based on yesterday's info it would be more relevant today and it would be pretty irrelevant tomorrow so which is why uh I chose to do this and I think that it has helped a little bit but we'll find out uh, uh more on that in a bit anyway though make sure you are listening to this episode at a speed you are comfortable at i personally prefer 2x but a lot of people seem to prefer 1.5x so make sure that you just check those settings uh and we should be good to go so let's get started the day on 1st april was quite bearish and uh, it was actually pretty relentlessly bearish in the way that one would expect it uh, for the markets to take support at certain levels at certain gaps at certain you know moving average breaches and such uh, even the 200 uh, moving average for that matter on the nifty chart but that you know none of that pretty much worked which is kind of shocking because typically these past few days we've seen more of positive moves than negative moves so uh going by that alone uh you know one could have one would have rather possibly um hoped for a positive move or expected a positive move or even though the markets fell uh, pretty steeply uh, after open one would have expected more of a you know recovery happening at least not the uh, not nifty falling by 343 points but that was not the case it was pretty relentlessly bearish for the most part and the option prices as usual were absolutely going nuts where uh, you know even your itm options even your in the money options which are supposed to give you a reasonable roi were not giving you anything not a lot anyway you you were risking uh, pretty much the entire premium amount if not 20 30 rupees um you know to to just get barely 10 rupees or 20 rupees i'm talking about points not rupees like absolute value i'm talking about 20 30 points to the entire option value depending on what kind of option it is and what kind of move happens for a possible gain of barely 10 15 points which is really peanuts it's it's an unsustainable risk reward ratio as i've shared multiple times and everything uh really related to the option prices did not seem that good and uh, so the other day uh, i think this was on 31st march what i what i was doing was I, i was trying to analyze what the call prices are doing vis-a-vis the put prices just to see whether uh, you know i would have been better off taking um, the opposite position turns out it really didn't matter because whether i'd gone long a call or a put i would have made roughly the same amount of money or lost roughly the same amount of money so in that regard it's very weird to see uh, these kind of moves happening because we are so used to uh, you know at least 
some some side whether a call side or a put side working well or even giving us a positive or a favorable risk reward ratio but that was not the case so if you uh, if you traded options on on 1st april the expiry and you did well then i think that you either got very lucky or you have some very different setup which is working very very well in these kind of markets and that's a great thing but if you are getting lucky if you think that you've been just doing nothing too different and it it seemed more like luck then be very careful because these kind of markets are very ruthless for uh, those kind of lucky players i feel so uh, just just make sure that you are cautious and aware about that as far as bank nifty goes uh, it was still relatively uh, bearish for the most part in fact bank nifty did see a couple of more pronounced attempts to take support uh, but then that again took resistance at a previous gap that was there and uh, as a result you know that that negative uh, moves just sort of continued so that is what we saw on uh, on you know the indices front their daily charts are very similar once again taking resistance from the 13 moving average and uh, just not looking too good it's once again back around those retracement levels that we had spoken about on 31st on on th- not on 31st march on 30th march so it's back at those levels where if it wants to take support there is a good chance that it can take support if not there is a good chance that it can make a new swing low as well so depending on how negative the sentiment is uh, we could possibly look at a support or a potential attempt for a swing low Uh, which would also end up being the 52 week low so that's my take on the indices and let's move to the snapshot of the market now okay so nifty had closed at 8253.8 rupees and it's down 343 points exactly 4% and uh, it's obviously a very bearish day as we spoke about in the previous segment the open for the day was just below 8600 and the low for the day was 8198 so it's very apparent that it's getting 8200 support and 8600 8500 8400 resistance as far as the exchange wide snapshot is concerned we are looking at market cap levels which are similar to what we saw on i think it was the 30th of march so that's something to keep in mind the fi's sold to the tune of 3044 crores which is quite a lot it's it's a very massive bump from what was the case previously but there was net buying happening because the di's bought to the tune of 3576 crore so that is something very uh, unusual for me to see because typically when we see bearish days it's it's a net selling day but uh, looks like this was a bearish day and it was a net buying day which is very odd uh, but then these are odd circumstances as far as the ad ratio is concerned it is positive surprisingly once again 1.09 is the ad ratio 939 gainers is to 865 losers so that is also a very interesting thing sort of ties into uh, the fidi activity that we saw on the 1st of april as far as the overall indices go we are looking at nifty being the best performer and wix falling once again it's at 60 right now so it looks like the volatility is sort of shrinking 
but again, I, I really doubt if this is a permanent shrink or if this is a temporary shrink in volatility, whether it can bounce up or not. It, it could, I feel. Uh, small caps, mid caps, not really performing that good. Looks like the large caps stocks were uh, better performers overall. And as far as the sectoral indices go, we are looking at Bank Nifty, Nifty IT, and uh, Nifty Private Bank doing the best. The others are uh, doing the worst, my bad, not the best, uh, but that's that's just how it is. You know, all of them are negative. It's just that these few stocks are extremely negative. I think uh, part of this might be because, um, you know, that moratorium, which I was moratorium, which I was talking about on the 31st. Uh, that is not yet implemented by private banks, but w one after the other, it looks like they are starting to consider it because ICICI Bank started, uh, you know, that thing where you, you, you're, getting, you're gonna get that moratorium thing and that, that possibly sets the expectation for other, um, you know, other private banks to do the same. At the same time, a lot of people are still saying that, hey, you need these banks need to give further relief. So that pressure is possibly what is really coming in the way. Uh, the other indices, that is uh, the fixed income ones and such, they are flat, pretty much as flat as you can get, 0.01% up, uh, pretty much for all. The 10-year benchmark GSEC clean price is at zero flat, literally flat. So that's what we are seeing. Uh, nifty a few well-known stocks in the green but for the most part it's all in the red just four gainers and the remainder were losers for bank nifty just one gainer fed bank which is more of a flat one axis bank being the worst performer it's now i believe 50 percent down from what its previous prices were which is quite a steep fall and uh, we are seeing idea being one of the most traded stocks in terms of the volume Understandably so, because it's a very uh, hotly traded stock because of, uh, you know, Mr. Damani getting into this and a lot of other people are trying to speculate into idea. Plus, because the value is so low, you know, the volume is going to be higher. But if we look at the value, you know, which stocks were traded of in terms of the highest value, uh, we'll get to know what the answer is in a bit because the screen is still loading. And uh, it was Reliance. Reliance traded a lot, looks like, followed by Bajaj Finance, followed by Kotak Bank, followed by HDFC Bank. So it looks like these are the most liquid stocks uh, for 1st of April. As far as the highs and lows are concerned, we are looking at Ruchi Soya uh, on this list. No GK wires this time, but that's, that's fine. We can excuse that, I believe, because it's been in this list for so many times. But HUL is on this list as well. I think this is the second time in a row it's been on this list. Made a high of uh, 2324. So beat the previous high by around 11 points, which is a solid number. But it did close 5.2% down. So not really that great. But still all right. You know, it's 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 fine. It's probably just profit booking happening along with the general sense of bearishness that's there. Uh, HUL, of course, took over the Horlicks brand for I think three and a half thousand crore or thereabout, which is quite a lot. Uh, but then I'm sure that they have some nice plans for it, and it it is especially a lot because during these times we really haven't seen a lot of companies willing to part with that kind of cash, which is probably most surprising uh, as far as the 52 week lows are concerned we are looking at a few 
common and well-known stocks. Cummins India is once again on this list. And uh, Godrej India is here, Godrej Industries, uh, Jindal Steel is here, and a few other reasonably well-known stocks, mid-caps and large-caps and such. TVS Motors is here, so that's what we are seeing. As far as the volume gainers are concerned, you know, the stocks which gained the most volume, I can't really find a lot of well-known stocks here except for uh, Excelia. So that's probably one stock to look at uh, tomorrow. And that's uh, I thought I'd include that. And as far as crude is concerned, uh, there's this breaking news which is here. It says that President Trump to meet with oil CEOs to discuss Saudi oil tariffs. So uh, if that meeting hasn't happened already, then we are going to see some wild fluctuations happening tomorrow. In fact, there were wild fluctuations happening uh, today as well. We are seeing WTI crude up 27% at 25.89 per barrel. And Brent crude is up a third, 33.1%. It's at 32.93 per barrel, which is a massive increase. And if, if, if you were short uh, crude, then things really don't look too good for you. I hope that you were able to square off in time. Uh, but again, I don't really trade crude that much or in fact, I have never done it ever. So I can't really comment on what, what would be a good way to go ahead with this. Uh, as far as, you know, USD INR goes, um, you know, the FX, we are looking at it facing gap resistance for now. So from yesterday when, uh, not yesterday, like the previous episode, we had spoken about it facing gap resistance. And then after that, it went down. It took support once again, and now it is right at that level once again. So it's at 75.64 uh, rupees per dollar. And if it can breach this, then there is a very strong possibility of it touching 75.9. So that's something to keep in mind. And of course, you know, these uh, these uh, FX, and, uh, FX and IT and such, they have a very strong relationship. So you need to look at this. You need to know... Uh, how this is moving if you are trading IT stocks. So that's something to keep in mind. And with that, let's move for my trades. My throat is absolutely killing me right now, uh, but that won't stop me from recording this. As I say that, I'm looking at ET's notification that I've got on my phone. It says cases in India cross the 2000 mark, which is an alarming rate and i'm sure the markets are not going to take too positively to this piece of news and uh it's kind of sad you know just because of uh, a few silly mistakes and a few um you know very avoidable incidents that we are seeing the number of cases skyrocket uh, but what we really can't help it the markets are probably going to react too negatively to this uh, so do keep that in mind when you go into the trading terminal tomorrow uh, do do keep in mind that all of these factors have a massive impact uh, because I think, I, I, if I remember correctly, when uh, the global cases were stabilizing, the markets saw a very sharp rally and when the global cases are were shooting up, the markets were just going down. So that's, that's a very important link that's there and that was for the global cases. This is obviously India's case, which is uh, a much more, you know, significant metric than others. But anyway, we were talking about my trades. So the trade that I took for the day was longing Tata Steel. Uh, unfortunately, it did go down. 
but because you know it was equity and it was not a call or something my loss was really not that much it was a very nominal loss which i can stomach very easily and that is precisely why i shifted to equity from you know purely and almost exclusively options because they tend to require a lower investment but they can really kill you if you are not lucky and if your selection is not proper if your timing is not proper whereas equity can be a lot more forgiving and i really need that forgiving factor right now and if you feel the same way if you know if your trades aren't working out these days then you might want to consider that as well cuz you can really limit your losses a lot more and you can fine tune your positions easier when you're taking just equity intraday or swing or whatever whereas you know if you're going the options and the futures route so do keep that in mind now going forward i'm possibly going to continue with mostly equities i'll possibly just observe how the index options are doing and such uh, but i think that given how the market is performing right now and given how the macroeconomic situation is and given how the sentiments are going to be i think equity is best suited for me for for now and i'll i'll obviously let you know when i uh, switch to or when i start trading uh, options once again you know index options once again but for now looks like equity is going to be my thing for a bit and uh, it's purely a risk management uh, move for me because i feel that these kind of markets you can really evaporate your capital very easily and i just want to conserve it as much as possible whatever is left of it so those were my trades for the day and that is how i plan on trading uh, for the next few days and uh, yeah i mean i think you should really think about all these things you know whether uh, if 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 it's not working for you that well then you need to make sure that you take a decision purely based on risk because at this time cash is king and it's really important for you to understand that unless you protect your capital it will be very hard to really you know recover from where we are even if your long term portfolio hasn't taken as big of a hit even if you have made intraday profits and even if you are net in the green make sure you secure those profits and such because at this time cash really is the king uh, you can once this stabilizes you can buy some amazing stocks at a massive discount at a clearance sale it's kind of like going to um you know going to some retailers let's say chroma or let's say dmart or whatever and you see literally everything is 80% off and you're like holy shit i wish i had some cash right now i wish i had my wallet on me and that is similar to the kind of situation that we are seeing right now so make sure that you are very careful with your risk these days and as far as pro- parking your profits go i'm seeing a lot of uh, you know volume being uh, gained on etfs as well uh, specifically nifty etfs i can give you the name of it as well LICMF ETF Nifty 100 is the name that I'm seeing on NSE's website you can check it for yourself and uh, we're seeing a lot of volume being gained on that I'm assuming a lot of people feel that this is a favorable to way a favorable level to get into Nifty and ETFs are very flexible and they are cheaper than getting Nifty itself because uh, you know you can get one from 100 rupees or less to 1000 rupees or more depending on uh, you know what etf you are getting into so you might want to consider that as well because clearly looks like a few market players are and uh, that's that's my uh, 
take on that. And that that's it for this episode. I hope you found this helpful and informative. And uh, I hope my throat is not this sore for the rest of the day. Uh, but see you in the next one. Happy trading. Yeah.